I was just like, man, you seem like you give me the hardest things to do. So my title for tonight, my title is Unto the Lord. Unto the Lord. Unto the Lord, we are to yield to the Spirit. Unto the Lord, we are to praise and worship his holy name. Glory to God. You know, there's been a lot of talk about God is doing something in this house. God is absolutely doing something in this house. And God is showing us that he is doing something. Everybody's saying it, so it's been confirmed. We have confirmation that God is doing something. You know, it was a, a while ago, it's, it's been a long, I feel like a long time ago. I don't, I don't even know how long I've been at Ayers now. I know we're coming up on what, the seventh or eighth year anniversary? The eighth, so it would be seven years for me because I'm one year behind. Um, so in that length of time, that I've been here, there was a moment in time where God showed me everybody standing, praising, worshiping, not one seat in the house was empty. And it was such a roaring sound that was being made from all the worship and all the hands that were raised and all the praise and everything that was going on in the house. And this was years ago years ago and I was like whoa and I said well how do we get there because I was looking at the moment in time where we were and over the time God has shown that what he showed at that point in time was absolutely true that's what he's going to do and that's what he's working on in this house in each and every one of us you know, some people are here because they, they feel that, you know, they were invited by somebody. Somebody brought them in. They're here because, what is that? They're here because, <laughs> um, they're here because someone invited them. Well, I'm here to tell you tonight that you're here because you've been called out. It is intentional that you are here you've been called out okay so know that you are here because God drew you in and he planted you where your spirit could be fed everyone's talking about how they're learning how they're growing how they you know over the years they're getting so much God set this up for you own it. Own it. We have to own it. And we've heard all this week what we have to do to own it. Jamal, you set the stage. All of what you said, we have to know who we are in Christ. This is a body of Christ. We were called out and called in to the body. It's not just anybody. This is the body of Christ. So we got to operate 
like we know that we're in the body of Christ. That means yielding unto the spirit, giving him all control and all power. We have his power inside of us. I hear even myself at a point in time, I came up here and I was asking for boldness. Like, Lord, help me to be bold. I want to be bold, God. I mean, I did. And I don't know if y'all remember that, but I did. I came up here and I just wanted to be bold. I wanted to be able to speak because I didn't talk much. Well, you know what? I got in this word and I started reading and I started letting it sink in. I started absor absorbing the word. And then I had something to talk about. Because prior to, I wasn't talking about nothing. I was sprewing all kind of sprue, just sprewing. Just talking, saying all that trash and that garbage and cursing people and cursing myself too. Cursing myself and my family. My son was reminding me today about some stuff I used to say. I was like, please don't say that. Please don't say that. So I'm learning and I'm learning. I, I'm not, I'm learning and I'm growing and I have learned that the words that I speak is what manifest. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. If you don't know anything else about the truth, know that tonight. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. Get your tongue under the control. Control your tongue first. Minister Sammy, Minister Jackie done told you. You've been told. <laughs> Pastor Keith, told you. Pastor Melanie, we've we been told, y'all. Get your tongue under control. Get the word of God and start speaking the word of God over your life. I don't, I mean, you know, we walk around with, oh, uh, 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 I got this pain. Don't manifest the pain. Speak to the pain. You got to go. You can't stay here. This is the body of Christ. He abides in me. I abide in him. You can speak to that pain and tell it to leave. Speak to it. Learn to speak to it. Get in the word. Speak to your body. Speak over your body. I'm telling you. Okay, I'm going to get to what, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Glory to God. You know, why this is necessary is the fact that we're a body. We are a body. And in a body, just like my body here, I need every part of my body in order to function. Every part of my body. This body here, we need every last one of you in order to function. Now, if my body, I got my thumb, but my thumb ain't working like it's supposed to. It ain't doing its part. My thumb is a problem in my body okay so that's why we got to get it together we got to 
get it together and know who we are in Christ. Know that we are part of the body. The first scripture I have, for, you know what? What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the scriptures. You can write them all down. And I'm going to go through and I'm going to read. First scripture, Romans 12, 4 through 5. Second scripture, 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 13. The next scripture, 2 Timothy 1, 8 through 10. The next one, 1 Peter 2, 9 through 10. Ephesians is the next one. 4, 1 through 4. So we're going to start with Romans 12, 4 through 5. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we, being many, are one body in Christ and every one member one of another glory to God our next scripture 1 Corinthians 12 12 through 13 hallelujah and the subheading in my bible is functions of spiritual gifts in the body of Christ. We have spiritual gifts in this body, you all. For as the Lord is one and have many members and all the members of that one body being many, one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit, we are all baptized in one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bound or free, we have been all made to drink into one spirit. That's the spirit of Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The next chapter. Second Timothy one eight through ten. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. I'll say that again. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord we cannot be ashamed we can't be ashamed of who we are in Christ and what he's brought us through we cannot be ashamed of our past because he brought us through use it as a testimony give glory unto the Lord through your testimony. He has brought you through. Give him glory. 
Hallelujah. Everything we do, we do unto the glory of the Lord. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, this is Paul speaking, his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Who have saved us and called us out with an holy calling. Hallelujah. Called us out, you all. Not according to our works. Not according to your works. But according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. So before the world began, God knew he was going to call you out and call you into this place. It is not by happenstance that you're here. It is not by happenstance that you're here. But is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who have abolished death and have brought life and immorality to light through the Gospels. Then we're going to go to 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, holy and acceptable unto the Lord. Hallelujah. A peculiar people that ye should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. He called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Do y'all know that means we can't stay in the dark? We can't stay there. You got to come on out of the dark. Stop bringing up your past. Talking about what your mom and them did. Come out. Know who you are in Christ. God has brought you out of the darkness and into his marvelous. Glory to God. His marvelous light. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. <coughs> Have Ephesians 4. 1 through 4. I, therefore, this is Paul again. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. I will read that again. He's speaking to the church. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called does anyone 
Or does everybody understand that you've been called? Glory to God. With all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in bond of peace. That's us. Keeping the unity of spirit in bond and peace. There is one body and one spirit. Even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. Hallelujah. Now I would like to turn over to talk about. Oh, okay. Um, you can just write this one down, but I'm just going to read this really quick. This is John 14 verse 12. And this is Jesus speaking. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, he do also. The greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. Those greater works is what we have been called to do. In order for us to do the greater works, we have to know who we are. I feel so stretched being up here tonight. But I know that what God is doing in me right now and the fact that I am willing to yield my vessel unto him and give him control because I want to serve him with all my heart. I want to be a functioning part of this body doing what he has called me out to do in the body. And what he's doing in me, he's going to do in all of us. We just have to allow him to do it. It's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be easy. I want to turn to Acts 4. You know, I came across this information as God was downloading information to me and I was just studying things out. And, you know, I'm not trying to put fear in anybody because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love and a sound mind. But I was one of those people that read the Old Testament and what was in the Old Testament was the Old Testament. What's in the New Testament is New Testament. We forgiven under Christ. God ain't killing people like he was doing in the Old Testament. <laughs> God brought me to Acts chapter 4. And if you don't know Ananias and Sephora, you want to get to know. I'm not going to. Ananias and Sephora, get to know. Because there was something going on amongst the people, the body of Christ. God was doing something. And this was 
Jesus Christ was gone. He had been resurrected, raised from the dead, and moved on. He was up and ascended up on the right hand of the Father. John and Peter was doing the work of the Lord, healing people. They healed a man. And it talks about how Peter healed this man that had been lame for 40 years. 40 years from the womb he had been lame, did not walk. Peter was walking by the man, put his hand out for alms. He was at the gate of beautiful at the temple, put his hand out for alms. He wanted Peter's good deeds. Give me something. Give me something. As Peter was walking by, he turned and he looked. And he said, I got something better for you. And he reached over and he touched the man. And he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you are healed. Stand up and walk. That man got up on his feet after 40 years. And he was walking. He was running. He was dancing. He was moving. He was healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That was Peter's faith that healed that man. Because he was just wanting alms. All he wanted was homes, but he was glad to be healed and he glorified God. He gave God the glory. How do you keep that healing? You know, some people say, oh, I know I was healed. I was healed. But. Well, after he left, it went away. You got to keep glorifying God. You got to keep manifesting it. You got to keep speaking it. You can't let doubt sit in if you know who you are in Christ. You keep speaking that you are healed in the name of Jesus. That is what you do. That is how you're healed. Speak it. Let it manifest. And the, the police or whoever it was told Peter and John now we can't say that you didn't heal this man because we know you did we saw it we saw you do it but they weren't the only ones that saw it it was many people that saw it so they couldn't tell the people they didn't see what they saw he said okay but you can't say that it was in the name of Jesus. Don't say that. You can, you know, claim the healing and we won't lock you up. We won't put you in prison. But don't say it was in the name of Jesus. But the Holy Ghost inside of Peter with boldness. It was the Holy Spirit inside of Peter with all boldness. See, and that's what I learned. It's the Holy Spirit inside of me that's going to give me that boldness. But I got to feed the Holy Spirit. I got to feed it with the word of God. If I don't feed the Holy Spirit, I can't expect him to do nothing. Because you know what? He's going to be speaking. He's going to be saying stuff. I ain't going to understand. I ain't going to open my mouth. And when I'm not responding to him, guess what? He stopped responding to me. 
I've been there, done that. I'm not going back there. I'm yielding to the Spirit. I want the Holy Spirit inside of me, speaking to me, giving me guidance, counseling me, telling me what to do. Be my help, Holy Spirit. I believe it. I trust in it. And Peter spoke and said, no, with all boldness, I can't do that unto the Lord. I cannot do that. It is through Jesus Christ of Nazareth that we were able, that we healed him. It was in, and they put him in jail. But you know what? God took him out of jail, put him right back out there. They was out there, uh, you know, at the temple again. But they went on and they had the body of Christ, the people around them. And the people were taking care of one another. The people, this body of Christ, they did not lack nothing because they took care of each other. There was so much love amongst these people. And they were bringing everything they had for the church. Not everything they had, but they were given exceedingly abundantly. And they had enough that they could sell. And they, what they, you know, got from the sale was exceedingly. They could bring it to the church. And all these things were going on. And nobody was lacking anything because they had each other. God is working on us. God is doing that for us. But we got to be obedient. We got to start yielding to the spirit. We got to get in line with what God wants. God wants our glory over everything. He wants, he wants glory over what we put in our mouths, what we drink, what we eat, and whatsoever we do, we do it unto the Lord, giving him all the glory. Now, that's where Ananias and Sephora come in. I'm not going to talk about them. If you don't know who they are, I suggest you read Acts chapter 4. And it's nowhere really from. Oh, oh yeah, I did go over to 5, didn't I? Yes, 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 it's right there. 5-1, actually. <laughs> yeah. So I suggest, too, though, you read Acts chapter 4. Work your way on over to 5. Get the whole story. See, I'm, I'm a, I, was, I was telling my son today, and, I was, and someone else was talking to me, telling me, you're a detailed person. I am a detailed person. I had to uh, agree to that. Yes, I am detailed. Because where I started was with Ananias and Sephora, and then I said, well, what, what happened? Well, how did they get there? So I went all the way back to where it, they were at the temple. And I had to read all the way back up to Ananias and Sephora, trying to figure out well, what happened to them. We're in the New Testament. What in the world? So, hey, I'm just saying. I, oh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Yes, they did. I, Y'all, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. 
I, no, I did believe it. I was reading the word of God. I believed it. But I was just like, oh, my God. You mean God took somebody out in the New Testament after Jesus Christ gave us forgiveness of our sins? Oh, my God. Y'all, it's been spoiled, so I'm getting ready to tell you. Oh, my goodness. I just want to talk about how. Uh, oh, here we go, right here. Whilst it remained, it was not dying. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, here we go. 5-3, um, Acts 5-3. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Acts 5-3. But, oh, I got to tell y'all. Okay, so what happened here is, like I said, the people were taking care of one another. They even talk about Joseph, um, who came and sold land, and he put, you know, the money that he got from what he sold, he brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. But a certain man named Ananias and Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price his wife also being privy to it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles feet like everything was all right <laughs> like they doing what they supposed to be doing how many of us in here acting like we doing what we supposed to be doing I'm not, I'm not trying to put fear in nobody. I'm not trying to put fear in nobody. That's why the Lord has me up here because he wants us to know. Get it together. Get ready, get ready, get ready. That's what he's saying. Get ready. But Peter said to Ananias, why have Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land. Whilst it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not thine own property? Why has thine heart, wait a minute, did I skip something? Why has, thou, why has thou conceived this thing in thy heart? Thou has not lied unto men, but unto to the Lord unto God you ain't lying to me <laughs> you lie to me all you want to <laughs> but you're lying unto the Lord just know that when you tell a lie you're lying unto the Lord I don't care who you lie and lies don't care who tell them they don't they don't care who tell them but you're not lying to me glory to God and Ananias, hearing those words, fell down and gave up the ghost. <laughs> and great fear came on all of them that heard these things. People were scared. This was after Christ was resurrected. These people, was that, I stood a little bit when I saw it, like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And the young men arose, wound up, and carried him out and buried him. Y'all, check this out. And it was about the space of three hours. 
They put that man in the ground. Three hours later, when his wife, three hours later, his wife, not knowing what had, what was done, came in. They put that man in the ground. Unto the Lord, they put him in the ground. Unto the Lord, that was a body of Christ. They were not lacking nothing. They were doing well as a body. This person comes along and you want to lie to the Lord? We in a body trying to do something here. Everything is good. And you want to come mess this up? Come on. Come on. They put that man in the ground. Three hours later, his wife comes. When his wife, check this out, not knowing what was done, not knowing nothing, she came in. And Peter answered unto her, tell me whether ye so. She had a chance. She had a chance. Tell me whether ye sold the land for so much. That was a question. And she said, ye for so much. Then Peter said unto her, how is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the spirit of the Lord? Oh, my God. They plotted. They plotted. Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door and shall carry thee out. They had them young men. <laughs> then fell down. It says she fell down straight away. Do y'all know what that is? That ain't, that ain't like that. Straight away, just boom. <laughs> Just, I mean, just fall. Shit, boom, just fell. Right out, straight out. Okay? That's what it say. She fell straight away. Glory to God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she fell straight away. At his feet and yielded unto the ghost. And the young men, the young men, they came in and found her dead. <laughs> carrying forth and buried her by her husband. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hallelujah. So that is all I have tonight. Glory to God. Hallelujah.